Welcome to Taxing Poetic. I'm your host, Jenny. And I'm Tim. And this episode is called Boozy Nights, where we're going to talk about everything when it comes to sales tax on alcohol. And Tim, I see you brought your Kennergy today. And we did not plan this, y'all, for who is watching online. Uh, we both unexpectedly dressed in pink today to celebrate the um, the Barbie movie that just uh, opened. You're celebrating the Barbie movie. I didn't even know that said thing even existed, but congratulations. Cause I bet. Per, yeah, per Jenny, I live under a pop culture rock. So. Correct. So I, I was very proud of you. You just unintentionally brought, again, the Kennergy. So thank you. Yeah, I was going to channel my inner Oppenheimer and just wear a dark suit and you know, come in and be all somber. But anyways. That's your normal personality, yes. Oh, thanks. So yes, yes. So all right. All right. So uh, just a couple updates here. We've had some feedback of our last couple of episodes. And apparently my haikus are a huge hit. Shocking. I, I know. I know you're not surprised, Tim. So <laughs> they were good. It was surprised. We were in, both. In all honesty, actually, they are pretty solid. I remember okay. we were both like, yeah. "That was that was good." I yeah. mean, I'm not going to quit my day job yet, but you know, um, you so to put together a book, Jenny, and sell it. Mm -hmm. Yes, uh, yes, I will. Awesome. Um, sales tax haikus, I'm sure, will be um, in great demand. <laughs> and we also heard that um, people apparently like JB, our producer. They like it when he talks. Very unsurprising. I know. I, I mean, I'm not surprised. Hey, JB's got the Barbie shirt on too he's got uh, a i know he's got some nice True. pink cocktails going mm -hmm. on yes uh jb has the kennergy so right. we all are i love to talk so that's that's good yeah there so you go. so jb we want you uh in the conversation more and more because i'm sure people get sick of you know tim talking <laughs> not me of course <laughs> so no problem just to open this show with my my haiku if you're all ready okay sales tax audit coming gonna be some boozy nights not so worried now <laughs> I mean, get it get it I, uh, yeah yeah it. yeah Busy nights it. yeah i i think so i think my face is probably as pink as my shirt <laughs> as red as my shirt are that you was, having secondhand was, embarrassment for my haiku no. i'm actually having secondhand embarrassment it no it's it awesome. was awesome whatever it was tim great. i love okay it. Good back job, Jenny. back to, back to back to our topic um now that we're done with barbie and haikus um we're gonna introduce our special guest we have kelsey reed from sierra nevada brewing company she's awesome. the accounts receivable supervisor and um kelsey we're just so glad to have you on today Thank you so much for having me. Yes. Why don't you, um, well, first of all, just give us a little bit um, about who you are and what your background is. Um, thanks. Uh, so I've been with Sierra Nevada close to 10 years now. Um, and, you know, my team over the years has handled and navigated uh, at least our portion of um, beer taxiing and reporting uh, throughout the years until we, uh, we lucked out and came across, uh, uh, you know, some, some helpers through Synexus. Um, thank goodness, by the way. Uh, <laughs> thanks, for the shameless, a, I know. thanks for the shameless plug. Yeah, thanks quite for, a daunting, um, thanks for the shout um, out. task to get through in the middle of your clothes. So, <laughs> which amazingly enough, it's like, they know they're like, so we're going to time this to make life really difficult. <laughs> Let's make the deadlines just right here. So as soon as you are, you're getting through the financial clothes, we need all of that reporting like now. We feel yeah. your pain. And isn't it awesome that they yes. just can't all time it at the same time? They have to be no, spread out over like six different dates. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. Although I like the ones that are towards the end of the month, you know, that they give you a little more of a buffer. Yes. There you uh, go. So we definitely appreciate that. So, yeah. Um, and as for Sierra Nevada, you know, I, I do everything from, you know, federal excise tax filing and reporting on, on down. So 
Um, I've had a little bit of experience with federal, state, and different jurisdictions since we also self-distribute in California. So our uh, our presence there is a little bit different. Awesome. Um, what, what do you think is your biggest headache that you've dealt with with regards to either beer volume reporting or just, you know, regular alcohol tax reporting? Ooh, um, can you narrow it down? <laughs> How much time do we have? Oddly enough, it's it's uh, I would say the last few years, it's been the transitions from, you know, old paper filings to actually having online services, uh, which I, you know, all the states that have gone out there and done that. Um, you know, the federal government, just wonderful love that, that they went that direction. But like with anything else that we, um, you know, any application you onboard, it has some bumps and a lot of them had that. So transitioning from one to the other, some, um, sometimes filings were misplaced or, you know, they're, they're looking for something or they need you to re-upload an old date. Mm -hmm. Um, so it kind of created duplicate work at times. And I know it was an administrative headache for a lot of the people who are, you know, on, on their end trying to, you know, get everything going and have, have, okay, we have online filing now. Um, and still there's a lot of pockets where you, know, you can file a reporting online, but you can't actually pay them, um, which is incredibly odd. Yes. And you're like, I'm, I'm trying to give you money. Like, yes. that should be the <laughs> Take my money. Part. Take like, my money, please. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like, Come well, on. And at least we've gotten away from having to stand in front of a fax machine and fax all the invoices into some of these jurisdictions, yes. right? Yes. <laughs> and in my time, I mean, I we've gone from having to paper mail everything mm -hmm. um, to a lot of a lot of online offering, um, which I love. But yes, the the transition between those was a bit of a headache. And then anytime too, you have you know new brands that come on. Uh, for us, it's been as we branch out into non-alcoholic offerings, um, we have a hop water line. It took quite a while for folks to remember that the hop water is water. It's non-alcoholic. Right. Uh, yeah. So yeah. you don't need to include that in anything. So a lot of the um, a lot of the states that, um, you know, have online filing, some of our distributors, you know, we're going through and oh, I had to, you know, refile back because they remembered, oh, yeah. I, I forgot to <laughs> I forgot to take the hot water off that, so I reported it as, as we, and you know, in the states, like we're not going to say anything because we get tax revenue. Like this works out fine for us. There you go, there you go. So what um you know what what kind of industry concerns are are you actually seeing, or what industry wide concerns uh, do you think that your business has with regards to overall compliance? I mean, I know you talked about the the change and the and the shift over from technical, yeah. you know, on the on the technology piece, but what else do you think is out there? Uh. The new drive towards direct-to-consumer sales, so being able to sell, you know, from a supplier directly to an end consumer, kind of like how people can order a case of wine. Um, a lot of states are offering that, but um, most of that came forward from COVID, so it was sort of a slap together like model of we got to find ways to, you know, bring back some of that tax revenue we were experiencing before, because it's been a bit of a drought and we could use that right now. Uh, so. You know, a lot of the direct-to-consumer um, regulations and setup that they they put into place, you know, was hastily done. So it's it's still um, being sort of vetted out and 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 put to you know put into play in a productive way. And a lot of uh, a lot of that um, a, a lot of those laws actually date back to post-prohibition, right? Like that's you know when you're talking to like dram shop yeah. laws and other types of things. I mean, that's basically what kind of you know regulates all of that. So these states have to make massive changes 
Correct. Um, yeah, th- and th- that's what's so interesting to me about that. I mean, there's only a handful yeah. of states that actually allow that direct-to-consumer, you know, component right now. Right. right, and I mean, they had to make changes for that, or you know, some of the states offering the ability for an on-premise restaurant location to sell, sell you a to-go drink, um, which is, you know, certain states are actually they're going for it all in now, and they're saying, you know what, like we we've written the regulations, it seemed to be working through COVID, we've had it in place since. Let's let's ride this out. Yeah, yeah. Just no, copy, actually, just copy Savannah and uh, Las Vegas and where else? New Orleans. New Orleans. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Well, and actually, Georgia statewide is going to start doing alcohol delivery, right? I mean, you're getting you're oh, going to yeah. be able to do that with Publix and a I couple think of other folks. Shambly, Georgia has an open carry law, don't they? Open There's container? also, I think, Tucker, but like just right. downtown. Yeah, right. It's, it's, it's really you know, weird how certain cities have drawn. It, well, yeah. because they see the revenue uh, <laughs> money possibilities. Oh, 100 percent. And 100. Yeah, you should have seen Kelsey uh, the very beginning of that answer when you said direct to consumur. Both Tim and I not. Our, did big nodding our heads like oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly yeah. that's been a, a definitely a pain point i know just even um working with y'all and uh the taxation for direct to consumer is pretty intense or in the reporting absolutely reporting is yeah. the biggest thing you guys deal with uh you know a, a, a number of different compliance components that i don't think a lot of people are really aware of from a, from an alcohol perspective Correct. Uh, yes. And so you, there's a lot of data points to collect and, and that you're, you, know, you are having to report to you know, the states um, and especially the ones that are or historically, I should say, have been more restrictive. You know, that carries on into these spaces as well. So like Virginia, for example, you know, they tend to, um, you know, be, be very stringent in their regulations and their expectations. And that's the same as what we see with direct to consumer. But then, you know, you have to remember, too, with the start of how, how you know, direct-to-consumer came to play for them, just like many others, you know, it was during COVID. So it can be difficult to make that transition um, and, and find what's what makes sense to have people report on, um, what's, you know, cumbersome from an administrative perspective for their staff, you know, what makes sense that, you know, we would want a record of, right? Um, so and, and just I think to- they're still working it out. And just to bring this back to kind of a, a sales tax 101, that you have, if I'm correct here, I think three different types of reporting. You have to pay sales tax on any um, uh, merchandise, right, you know, that you sell. Uh, you also have wholesale reporting because the majority of your sales, you know, go to wholesale distributors, correct? Correct. And so um, I don't think a lot of um, folks, including myself, until I started working on this, were aware of uh, how much wholesale reporting you have to do in every state. Um, it's it's pretty intense. And then on top of that, just what you mentioned is the direct-to-consumer. So that's a whole right. separate um, uh, taxation that um, measures it, I think, on barrels and gallons or um, or the it, wholesale it reporting. State mm-hmm. to state. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. It, it very, it <laughs> very state that, to state. It, Jenny, yes. you just, you know, mm-hmm. your, your question, just, you you're, you're questioning how it actually works is it does vary drastically state mm-hmm. by state. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and, and some states report Kelsey, like barrels, some states report kegs, some states mm-hmm. report gallons, right. Or you have to, you know, specify, yeah. you know, the, the uh, size of the container that you actually sell it in and cases, the cases, the number of mm-hmm. cases exactly. that you actually distribute. So mm-hmm. it, it is definitely quite a complex reporting structure um, that, you know, we are able to automate drastically for them. And, and you know, it, it's, um, but it's just very, very interesting on, on, you know, the amount of reporting that they actually have to deal with. Right. Yep. Yeah. Just the end consumer yeah. doesn't realize, you know, when you 
are drinking your refreshing Sierra Nevada um, beer, you know, if you bought it at a wholesaler, um, whether you had it shipped to your house, uh, whether you purchased it at a bar, or you got your Sierra Nevada t-shirt, those are all separate types of transactions. Taxable items. Yeah, taxable items. Go. And, and different go. types of reporting. <laughs> it is, uh, yeah, it is It is not uh, easy. So what um, we, we had marked on here, and we wanted to talk about something that's weird, right? And we wanted to talk about like Utah versus New Hampshire or um, canned cocktails versus, you know, beer. So we're going to lob this up to you, Chelsea, or Kelsey, excuse me. Um, what, what Give us something weird about Utah versus New Hampshire. Why do we have that marked down? Okay. Well, you probably have that marked down because, um, so, uh, you know, out of the country, you know, most of the time you can go to to a store, you know, and get, get everything kind of all in one place. And that's where you can purchase yes. higher ABV items. Um, but New Hampshire, you, it's a, it's all state run. So New Hampshire and I believe Wyoming as well, um, they have actually, um, you know, state run stores. And what's funny about New Hampshire is, you know, they've, they've gotten it to the point where they bring in enough revenue that they can keep the prices really low. Like they can almost overcome the excise tax price increase that typically gets passed down to the consumer um, in their state because they, they've done such a good job of setting this up. But the beautiful part about New Hampshire is oftentimes if you're going to go to one of these stores, you can purchase fireworks there at the same little little market area. You know, they've got like a pull off of the road. It's this beautiful rest area. And you know they got a restaurant and a cafe and uh, this is like this store. sounds like I mean, redneck heaven. Like why am I not there? Like this is absolutely. And JB, amazing. can you live for your die? Can you? Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> yeah, for live your for die. your die. I mean, Amen to that. They, they, they live by this motto. <laughs> JB, can you confirm this? Oh yeah, a, they're right on the highway. As a New Hampshire, I are you serious? Oh yeah, I mean yeah. there's they're and on both sides. So if you're leaving New Hampshire, there's one on this side, like and then 900 feet on the other side of the road. There's another one so that if you're coming from Massachusetts or you're going, like they're like, hey, if you're coming in, buy a bunch of booze and fireworks. And if you're leaving, like, hey, before you go, would you yeah. like some booze you and know fireworks? What? I'm not going to lie. I think me and my buddies from Winder are going to grab an RV and make a road trip to New Hampshire. I know. Next Let's do 4th. a taxing poetic retreat. You won't regret it. Uh, that sounds absolutely and these amazing. Guys, yeah. th- these places are just meticulously kept, too. So, I mean, <laughs> if you're going to find a place to pull over and use the restroom, it's 100% going to be there every time. You're going to do it one time, and that will be your go-to. Oh my I won't gosh, lie, I my family it. does it, and that's like we it's our spot because you know what? It's consistent, it's clean. I know there's good food, and obviously there is an amazing selection. Apple cider donuts right and time. some fireworks yeah, exactly. and booze. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. You catch it, you know, you catch it at the right time. You know, the folks there are like, here, take some apple cider donuts with your beer. You know? <laughs> so you're talking about the Barbie movie? That is my version of like Barbie Kingdom right there. Okay. <laughs> that sounds absolutely cheap amazing. fireworks, booze, and cheap donuts. Cheap fireworks, beer, and donuts. <laughs> like well, uh, yeah. can you get any better? Yeah, yeah Homer Simpson over oh, here. God, yeah. <laughs> 64 slices. You know, and then on the opposing end, you know, we have Utah that, you know, has a, has a pretty, you know, state regulated, you know, lower ABV, you know, what they're, what they're trying to allow to be sold in their state. Um, they tend to be, you know, the, the lowest uh, collector of, of tax, you know, of, of sales tax revenue on alcohol. You know, they've, they've kind of taken that SIN tax um, to a productive area. I mean, I guess if you were to, if that's your goal is to, to deter, um, and to use that as a way to, you know, help encourage good habits, um, then they've been successful at it. <laughs> so how do you, so they've actually made an exclusion though for micro brews and stuff like that. Cause I know like in Utah, you, that is correct. a lot of the mass produced beers used to have to be like 3% alcohol, right? It actually had to be a reduced percentage in the ABV. Yep. Like how, I mean, did they just pass a law basically for microbreweries to be, you know, to, to skirt around that? Cause y'all is, you know, 
See, pale ale is higher, right? So they had a, they had the law setting a limit at about uh, I believe four percent by weight, which is about five percent ABV. So just like uh, everyone likes to measure in, in different uh, you know measurements, gallons, barrelage, um, we also do um, alcohol percentages that way as well, just okay. to make things extra confusing. Um, <laughs> but but yeah, I think the goal with with what Utah was trying to do was to give their local, um, you know, their local craft brewers a little boost. The catch being like, you kind of have to, you have to get it here. And, and you know, not only keep that tax revenue there, but, you know, encourage those local businesses and, and give them a little something, um, you know. It seems like it's opposite Russia, because, like, in Russia, the, if it was less than 10% alcohol, they were like, anybody can drink this. <laughs> like, like, it's like, it's only 9.5. Like, you're, we put it in baby almost, bottles. You're almost six. <laughs> <Exactly>. Grow up. <laughs> we yeah, right? use that as teething fluid. Yeah, yeah. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah, I, can, I, can I insert my fun Utah story here oh, now? Please do. Oh, I'm okay. sure you have. Oh, my gosh. This yes. is awesome. The word so, fun is probably in quotes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I'm, I just remember flying through Utah um, in Salt Lake City, and I'm a big porter and stout fan. Like, I absolutely love porters and stouts. So I asked bartender, I was like, hey, man, just, you know, give me a porter, whatever porter you have on tap. He's like, oh, man, we got a great one here. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pour it for him. And, you know, here, and he pours me a nice porter. And I was sitting there, I was like, God, this is delicious. What is this? And he's like, it's from Wasatch Brewing Company, and it's called Polygamy Porter. And I was like, you've got to be kidding me. And I was like, what a crazy name for a beer. And he said, hey, we actually have a T-shirt if you want it. And so I actually yes. have a Polygamy, yes, por- yeah, a polygamy Porter T-shirt. And it, on the front of it, it literally says, I've tried polygamy, and I love it. <laughs> you know, I, I, I respect that. I have also tried that beer, and it is a beautiful beer. So you really, you got to give it to them. You know, I mean, the marketing around it. that? Oh, them. my God. And, and free advertising for what was the brewery called? Oh, uh, Wasatch. Wasatch. Yeah, Wasatch. Oh, yeah, brewery. Good for like you, Wasatch. Yeah. What was the other tagline you said before? Uh, was, oh, bring oh, some could... home to your wives. And you no. can't, oh, you can't have just one. That was it. Yeah, <laughs> you can't have just one. <laughs> I mean, they had some fun with it. That's good. A lot of fun with it. Go ahead and apologize. So sorry for bringing up one of your competitors, Kelsey, but, you know, still. No, no, you know what? We, we have industry wide respect. When people put out a beautiful beer, you got to give them you gotta give them some props and some kudos for that. I love it. I love it. Hey, what, what you know what, speaking of, we're going to just uh, divert here for like two seconds. What's your favorite Sierra Nevada product? Oh, that's a tough one. Um, Summerfest. Summerfest? That has been, that, yeah, I was, um, I was so pleased to have that back this summer. Probably purchased uh, all of what was available at a number of local stores just out of my own sort of like you know golem from the lord of the rings hoarding like it's great pop culture reference there's only there's only two left they're they're mine you know and just look do you have to buy around. no one's watching right you don't get free beer i know um, actually, well, I'm, I'm not near any of the, the brewery locations. Otherwise, uh, uh-huh. you know, things like that would be a little different. Um, but I don't mind, you know, it's just, it's like a financial recycling, right? So, you know, they, they pay me, I go out and buy some summer fest. Like, I love the way you out. put that financial, financial recycling. That is awesome. <laughs> that is great. Well, so, we're going to have to get you down to Asheville and we'll meet you halfway and, uh, we can have a group meeting at the, uh, at the brewery there at the tasting room. Yeah. Tim just wants absolutely. free beer. That's <laughs> No, it's it's a good place for that. It's a good place for that. I will drive four and a half hours for free beer. At yes, 100%. absolutely. And also to hang out with Kelsey. Obviously. Of course, of course. It's beautiful. I mean, a lot of people. It's like you know Disneyland for adults, right? You know, it's it's this gorgeous property. 
I mean, even coming in the gates, it's like nothing you've ever seen. So anyone who has the opportunity to visit our, our, our breweries, I mean, they're always impressed and just taken aback by the beauty and just the care put into everything. So, you know, anyone who has the opportunity, I encourage you to go and, you know, visit us, take a tour, go check out the pub, have some beers. Love it. Taxing poetic retreat again. So we'll hit Asheville and then New Hampshire. That sounds fantastic. Get an RV. Fantastic. I was going to say, yeah, that RV is going to come in handy. Yes. (laughs) Put some mileage on it. Yes. Um, yeah, so the, the last thing we were talking about with You Know What's Weird is uh, canned cocktails versus beer. So what are the differences in canned cocktails versus beer? What's weird about the actual taxation uh, that would be represented there, Kelsey? Well, and Kelsey, real quick, also um, just talk about the explosion of the canned cocktails. I mean, how it's changed your industry. Jenny's favorite. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Margaritas yeah. on tap yeah. all the time. That's not coffee in that coffee cup. No, it is not. <laughs> Well, yeah, a lot of the traditional brewers, you know, folks that just need beer maybe over the years are starting to explore other avenues and, you know, the market's changing, consumer needs and and interests are changing. So you got to match enthusiasm. So you've seen things like these canned cocktails come out um, and they sort of vary, you know, it's everything from like you've got seltzers and you've got the, the buzz balls and things that are like really, you know, driven to to replace a an actual you know, mixed drink you would get from a bartender. Um, and I think part of that drive came out of COVID. You know, we, we weren't able to go out to restaurants and have that experience. So, right. you know, people started looking to replace it. And it was sort of this perfect storm of, um, you know, where restaurant visits are down and people are doing more at home or buying more packaged products. So, you know, it slides right into that that open spot of, hey, you know, did you used to be the one that went out and would get, you know, XYZ cocktail? Now we have one that you can have at home. So um, I think that, you know, as far as the canned cocktails goes, the the span of them, it's either, you know, something that's a malt-based, you know, beverage that's more in line with, you know, how beer, um, beer is treated. So, you know, even some of the hard seltzers, you know, it's a malt malt base. Um, But that goes on up to where it's actually spirits, you know, and it's actually a true cocktail. Um, and the reason it's important for us is that uh, the taxation rate is very different. So um, right now there's a big push from a lot of the, the players that are putting out canned cocktails to um, reduce the tax rate for them because, you know, it's their, their, their logic is that it's very similar to beer. And certain products are. Um, they hit lower ABVs. They, they are a little closer to that, I think, um, not everything falls within that. Obviously, something that's you know on par with having a glass of a glass of wine, you know, should not uh, have the same tax rate as you know something that has half the alcohol in it. Right. right. I mean, yeah. I mean, why why are you going to turn around and tax something if if it has if it's labeled as being vodka or whatever, but its right. ABV is five percent? Why are you going to tax it as the same thing as a thirty-five or forty percent bottle of, of vodka? That's you know that's a that... and that's and that's sort of their logic. You know, is it you know if it's something that has more of a comparable um, you know market market space and make and makeup and ABV, you know, they're hoping to get a reduction in. Um, and their tax rates. And I think it's possible to happen. Um, I think that it's going to be very calculated how it gets done, if and when it does. I mean, you got to remember, this is essentially, this is the government's first source of revenue ever. You know, they started taxing in like the late 1700s. And this is essentially something that has supported states and the federal government for a long time. So, you know, they're, they're kind of careful about, you know, giving up uh, any of that revenue. And, yeah. and, you know, rightfully so. Some of the products, too, I think that have come out, um, you know, they've kind of been 
I don't know if I would call questionable, but um, they've, they've, they've experienced more scrutiny. You know, there's a lot of products coming out that mirror a non-alcoholic version. And um, I think you're going to see a little bit more cautious um, regulation changes when it comes to things that, that fall into that category. You know, the, the, the labeling, for example, I would expect to see an increase in scrutiny on the labeling and probably fairly, you know, substantial um, repercussions for anyone who, you know, doesn't meet the standards and expectations of, of having yep. unique labeling that's very obvious that this is an alcohol product versus a non-alcohol product. I found that the other day. I actually got a one that was supposed to be a painkiller, but it was just like a painkiller flavored drink. It was horrifying, I'm going to say. Um, and then there's this one in Atlanta called Tip Top, and they make like a beautiful cocktail in a can. It tastes exactly like you'd get it. So they've gotten much better. But it is interesting that they sort of looked the same. I couldn't tell the difference on the outside. Of like, That's interesting. It wasn't liquor-based either. It was like she said, it's small base. It was just yeah. like a flavoring of a drink. And I was like, that's not what I wanted mm-hmm. yeah. at all. So, yeah, it's, that's interesting. Yeah, and I mean, it just that that whole overall concept, right? And and it's something exactly what we saw with Wayfair, right? On the sales tax side, it took it takes states and governmental entities just so long to react to changes in the market, right? Because they have to put everything up to committee, then they have to review it in the legislature, and whether they have two sides of the legislature have to have it approved, and all this other stuff. I mean, it, it could take years for some of these states to actually address this, whereas the market changes, like you said, Kelsey, in, in sometimes even in a matter of months, right? Right. Yeah. Right. And, and that, you know, so it's what, where's the, where do they get the most bang for their buck? What makes sense for them to invest their time in? You know, they're going to be calculated and careful about any changes they make. But, you know, I mean, if you're looking at priorities, are you going to put a cut to your own revenue at the top of that? Probably not. You're going to wait and make sure, make sure that that makes sense. And I'm sure you've all seen the news reports that have come out about how during COVID, I think alcohol consumption and post-COVID, COVID and post-COVID went up like 40% or something ridiculous. Uh, you're not a representative sample of that. No. <laughs> Bringing champagne to all... one of our recordings. Jeez. But, and obviously, and I'm sure Kelsey, uh, you've seen that as well, the increase in sales or uh, just industry-wide. Uh, since we were at home a lot more and have all these uh, newly available products to us, it's been... Yep. Um, a very and much needed coping mechanism. <laughs> well, and I would say that COVID did teach us to to be more mindful of stockpiling, right? Um, you don't want to make as many grocery trips or many grocery runs. So in a way, it's been advantageous in a lot of areas. I mean, you know, if you're going to be at home and you're going to have some drinks, great. You're gonna, you have plenty to last you the whole night. There is no reason for you to go anywhere. It was right? completely Safety acceptable first. to see somebody with a shopping cart full of like 12 cases of beer and 14 things of toilet paper. Mm-hmm. So congratulations. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. They're like, I got my paper goods, the liquids, I'm The necessities good. in life. Right. <laughs> toilet paper and <Yeah>. alcohol. <laughs> Uh, Well, uh, so Kelsey, one of our favorite segments we do on Taxing Poetic is called Fortune Teller, which is what do you see happening in the future with uh, alcohol, taxation, uh, sales, etc.? Any fun things when you look into your crystal ball? You know, I I do think that um, some of the the malt-based beverages, you know, and and those that are, that that I think that you might see a change in the tax rate. Um, but I think it's going to be really like a specific finite group, um, which, you know, makes sense. Again, you know, if you're going to do it, make any changes, 
you got to be logical about it. But I do think that eventually there will be, um, the, we'll, we'll, we'll see something. Awesome. Do you, uh, do you have any fun products that Sierra Nevada is, uh, exploring that, that you can divulge or is that going to be held a little bit close to the chest? Ooh. Like Willy Wonka style? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, you know, I will say that um, we we have a, an NA offering um, that's going to be coming out, um, an NA beer, which I'm really excited about. And um, some folks around the country have already had a chance to try it out. has had some distribution already, so it's not it's not a secret. Um, but you know they can definitely look forward to that, which is nice because I you know if you if you've looked out there, um, you know NA beer um, has had a rise in 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 offering. Um, you know, some folks that's, that's their go-to, you know, they're, um, and there are some breweries, you know, like athletic, for example, that are, they're doing really well in that, in that space. What is, um, for, forgive my ignorance, what's an, an NNA? Non-alcoholic. Non-alcoholic. Oh, non-alcoholic. that's why I don't Jenny has this. literally, she's like, I don't understand. <laughs> no, I don't. Does not compute. Does not. <laughs> Beer. And, and on those, you know, they, there's obviously more scrutiny because, you know, they want to make sure that, hey, that's, it's 0.5 or below, right? Like you're, you're coming in below the mark. Um, because you know, that, you know, once you, you hit that mark, then yeah, they're going to look at that and say, okay, where's my tax dollars? Um, got it. Interesting. All right. Well, I learned something new today. <laughs> that some bear doesn't have beer. alcohol. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Wait a minute. Let me introduce you to O'Doul's. No, please. I will not introduce you to it anyways, but no, that's, that's absolutely really interesting. And, and, uh, I hadn't even thought about that market and the and the growth of that market, but yeah, I mean, I, I'm I'm sure that you know, even myself included, I, I've I've tried some different non-alcoholic offerings and and actually been quite surprised by, like you said, the quality of the product. It's actually really really good, and it's hard to even differentiate from the fact that it just doesn't have alcohol, right? And but yeah. you get to still enjoy the taste of it. You get to enjoy the you know the consumption of it and stuff like that. Yeah, it's I mean, I I think that's awesome. That look forward to seeing your product. And people actually. consume it in different ways too. You know, some people it's it's a, you know, go between where they've, you know, they've, they're, they're driving or they've hit something or where they're like, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, one or two, you know, beers. And, and after that, I'm going to switch to this and, you know, still have a good time, still enjoy, you know, that social occasion, but, you know, just in a, in a, you know, different way. I love so, it. Some people might put it in a Synexus mug. Hey, they might. Drink and it during a podcast. Drink it recording. during a podcast just instead of getting pie face. Com- comple- completely <laughs> hypothetical. Completely hypothetical. <laughs> completely. Well, thank you, Kelsey, very much for uh, joining us today, and uh, we really appreciate uh, you know all the conversation and, and uh, interaction regarding regulatory matters and everything that you have to deal with on a daily basis. So thank you, um, and we're actually going to move to our next segment, which is our pop quiz hot shot. Kelsey, do you want to stick around for the quiz? I don't know if you need to go or not. Oh, thank you for having me. I would love to stick around for the quiz. Oh, I got to hear this. Awesome, I love it. Well, get ready because uh, in the last quiz, Jenny. Got the big donut. It was Gotta, not a good day for me. <laughs> I'm, I'm we bringing... Need, we need Jenny to score some points. I, d- I do, <laughs> yes. If I you're do. unfamiliar with the quiz, at the end of the year, the winner will read a prepared statement by the other person that it's only nice things about them. Um, so Lovely. Tim really wants to win. Yes. He is Jenny lead. has nothing nice to say. I was going to say, otherwise he doesn't hear any nice things. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so our first question is for Tim. What is the current uh, sales tax for a standard case of beer? What is the current sales tax for a standard case of beer? Yeah. Good luck with that one. <laughs> hey, Kelsey, can I phone a friend? <laughs> oh, good one. <laughs> I don't know if lifelines are permitted for this. <laughs> <laughs> 
What's the answer, JV? I have no idea. Four and a half cents per can. Kelsey, did you know that? It actually sounds about right. It, you know, if it's an average, yeah, that that seems to be hit the mark. Four and a half cents per can. Mm -hmm. Man, I did not know that. Look that sounds low or high to you? Uh, it actually sounds low. Actually, some, but I mean, if you're thinking about it, it's four and a half percent. It's four, I guess four and a half percent per dollar, right? I mean, if you're thinking about, it, yeah, yeah, all right, okay, cool. All right, Jenny, what is the federal tax on liquor? The federal tax on liquor. I don't think there is federal tax so on liquor. So there is. There's. I'm going to give you a little bit of a hint here that it's it's a per proof gallon price. So it's like there's a they do it by the gallon, and there's a federal tax on that, and it's. Kelsey, I'm going to phone a friend on that, too. I don't, do you know this, too? If he doesn't get phone a friend lifelines, you can't have it. I know. Oh, thank you very much. I, know. Hey. I do know the answer, though. You yeah. do tell, know the yeah, answer? Yeah, tell us. Go ahead and I don't tell know. us the answer. No. Um, I believe for so for alcohol um, spirits specifically, there is a little bit of a, of a variation uh, depending on, on the proof gallon. But um, first, I think 100,000 get proof gallons in production they hit you like two dollars and seventy cents per and then once you go over a certain uh you know over that then it's it, they raise it so they give you like a, a good deal for the first thousand and a hundred thousand and then after that they're like so then now we're gonna need like like 13 and some change so i think it's like around 1330 1350 she is correct it is 1350 per gallon that's very good how Holy is that smokes how is that reported though where do you report that kelsey so, is it on the 720? Is it on the excise tax return, the federal 720? It is, it, it is not. So you, um, it's a combination of places that essentially function as the same sort of true up that you have with um, like states where we're providing reporting on what we sell to them. And then they're checking to make sure, hey, are you folks paying the taxes in line with the same volume? Um, so you report it in multiple places, but hmm. you actually have to uh, report your production and your removals. So um, they know, you know, how much you made. They know how much you make per year. Um, all of that is a part of your operational reporting. Wow. Good thing Kelsey stayed for the quiz. No, no, kidding. no, no kidding. This <laughs> is awesome. Man. Okay, Tim, okay. what is the LBD tax rate? Uh, I know this. Dang it. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I'm sorry. I do these. What is the LBD tax rate? I have no idea. Wow. This is a tough quiz, Donna. I, I Good say, job. I say I know this. Now I'm like, oh, crap. Yeah. So um, it is a Jenny. Yeah. Is it 10%? So it's 15%. Oh, okay. Wow. Wow. Seems, it's, it's, if you're going to do it, go big or go home. That just seems really high. <laughs> it's ridiculously high. But I guess oh. if you're penalizing people for drinking at a bar, congratulations, state. You do make a ton of money doing it. There is some LBD reporting we do for a restaurant client of ours. And a single liquor drink in Tennessee can get taxed up to 24%. Just when you tack on all the city, county, state. It's like tax on tax, you yes. know, and yeah. then that, that yeah. eventually will carry down to the consumer in some way, oh, shape, that, or form. That's why there's $22 cocktails. Uh, honestly, <laughs> honestly, I mean, all of it's passed on to the consumer for the most part. So, um, yeah. So, yeah. Wow, 15. So if you go out drinking in Tennessee, essentially, it feels the same as if you go to like a sporting event, you know, yes. or a concert. You're like, this is just this is just the, the average cost. Absolutely. Okay, Jenny, what state has the lowest excise tax on alcohol? New Hampshire? So I think she means like that has one because oh, obviously there's one? none in New Hampshire <laughs> <laughs> and she didn't put New Hampshire. So. Um, let me think about this. Alabama. I think it's Kentucky. It's definitely not going to be Kentucky. It's not Kentucky. <laughs> not Kentucky. <laughs> yeah, she was talking earlier. 
about Kentucky and the drinks before we even started the episode when we were goofing around like in the oh. our green room time. I missed that. Yes. I want to say it's around the Midwest. It's like Missouri or one of those. It's probably on the lower end. Yeah, so the lowest is uh, Wyoming. Point. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. So it's two cents per gallon. That's okay. awesome. Okay, so we're hitting Asheville. Yeah. We're going to Asheville, New Hampshire, and then Wyoming for Sounds our good. Wait, for this our also tour. might explain something. So Wyoming might be kind of real them in. They're like, hey, Utah people, if you don't want to stay there and you just want like a nice day trip, come on down. <laughs> I love that idea. That's, that's actually great. probably a really good point. <laughs> that's awesome. The fly trap that's Wyoming. What is the highest? Oh, what state is the highest? Um, Alaska? So Jenny did give you this answer a second ago. Kentucky. No, Tennessee. Oh, Tennessee. So is the highest, it has the highest one. So it we depends, about that earlier, it, uh, yeah. depends on it. So it's uh, up to 129 per gallon. Holy smoke. What is the percentage? Who's... like, we're number one somewhere. We're number one on this one. Like. <laughs> Who, what is the percentage George's hat. <laughs> like two cents in Wyoming, 129 in Tennessee. That's insane. Um, so has anybody gotten Neither one right? No. Gotten one right. No. So we, you, we absolutely got smoked on the well, quiz. Well, hence the point of why we're having this episode well, is because the taxation of alcohol is complicated. It is. Well, and it is complex. And in, in all honesty, it was great because it gave Kelsey a chance to flex some more of her, uh, yeah, of her muscle. Jenny does yeah, have one more. Amazing. Oh, I do have one more. And, okay. And oh, is it true false? Oh, God. <laughs> really? Okay. Come on, uh, dude. You had to let her beat me once. I know. It's not my fault. True or false? Within a given state, the tax rate on all alcohol is the same. Oh, my God. <laughs> I think it's false. It's, it's so <laughs> That's all we've been talking about is how it's different. <laughs> like, each... I should have probably so, asked that one first. So, hold on. So, what you're saying is I win today versus Tim. I think that's true, Tim. You got three, right? Yeah, I did. Yep. Yep, I got three. And I got the donut. So, congratulations. Hey, in your face. Every player's got to strike out a few times in a game. It's okay. It okay. happens. It happens. Um, so there's a bonus question that she just wanted, just found interesting. Maybe Kelsey knows. Uh, what is the audit method used to test alcohol that's sold in a bar? Ooh. Do you know what it's called? The audit method used, um, go up and try it? Like, <laughs> is, it the sip, is it the sip test? Get, get sip test, yeah. <laughs> Give me one. Kinda, it's called, Something the, like, it's like, called the poor ahead. test. The what test? The poor, poor test. Poor test? Do you know anything about the poor test? P-O-U-R? Yes, P-O-U-R. Yeah. Poor test. The poor test. I don't know. I've never heard of that. Kelsey, have you heard of that? I've heard of it. I'm not as familiar. So now I now I want to know. You're intrigued? We're just going to have to go. We're going to have to go to the Google. So it's maybe, just... so maybe we need to have a new side hustle where we're poor test auditors. Well, I think an auditor <laughs> will show up and they'll say, okay. You know, pour me a drink, and they will literally see how much uh, alcohol you, know, you pour. That's why you have that those drink. That's why you have, have those specific caps of yeah. alcohol. Yeah, right. to regulate well, the actual. Or they have to, if they were to test the, the actual liquid, I imagine there's got to be like a kit or something, right? That they bring with, and they're like, <laughs> I all right, think they just like, pour. Like they a just pH, watch, like they a watch a bartender test. pour it, and yeah. if you just pour it like a maniac, they're like, you got to pay higher sales tax on that, and if you use the thing, well, see, and what what this whole segment has completely shown us is that. We're, we may be amazing sales tax experts, right? And we may know a ton about sales tax, but there are just specific forms of taxation where you need to have your own expert doing this. Kelsey is one of them, right? We can help on the compliance front. 
she obviously knows a ton about the information. Donna knows a ton about this information who's on our team and stuff like that. You can't be an expert in everything. Uh, we have some apologies. Uh, Jenny, you get two. Uh, apology from Tim because he said he had secondhand embarrassment from your haiku. I know. <laughs> that is so rude. So mean. Yeah. Um, and actually, from me, I said I insinuated that you were day drinking. I, <laughs> so it's I'm okay. Sorry. I mean, you That's not remember. a... Bad insinuation. Um, it was the, actually a uh, true false. The no fun, but probably healthier people of Utah. We should say sorry. Yeah, you know they were just they're just trying to make sure we don't die. That's it. <laughs> That's all. They're That's all. Trying to help. I love Utah. They're promoting healthy lifestyles. Exactly. Um, people who eventually will pay us for advertising. We gave a lot of free advertising on this show. That's uh, what I'm saying. Wasak. No, Wasatch. It's Wasatch. Wasatch. <laughs> uh, tip Top Athletic yeah. Beer. It was very, we were very generous to And uh, our friends at Sierra Nevada. Sierra Nevada. Well, Sierra Nevada like worked for it at least. We there had you a go. guest. Yeah. And in the Barbie movie, don't forget Barbie. <laughs> the Barbie movie, Oppenheimer. There you go. A lot yes. of free. Hey, Kelsey, we really appreciate you being here today. Thank you so much. Well, thank you for having me. It's been lovely. Lovely. Oh, awesome. Awesome. Just a reminder for all of our listeners, you don't have to listen to these episodes in order. You can listen however you like. If you have a specific topic, um, just feel free to skip around and you can listen to us on Stitcher, the Spotify app, the Apple podcast app, the Google podcast app, and also on YouTube. And you can watch us on YouTube and listen at the same time. Thank you very much, Jenny. You're welcome, Tim. <laughs> Perfect. I need I need a pale ale. I gotta go get grab me a cigar in Nevada. Thanks. There you go. That's a spirit. Yep. <laughs>